Hello, hello. Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, today we're going to be digging in to goal setting. I got six great steps that are going to help you to accomplish your goals. Now, when we look at goals, we tend to gear our goals to our success in our career. Many times we do not set goals in our personal lives for us to be successful and fulfilled in just life in general. I know personally for me, um, up until like my mid thirties, I was kind of conditioned and trained to create goals that were intended to my success in my career. Um, when I look back at thinking of being a teacher for so many years and working with students and creating curriculum, every single goal that I created in my career was based for the success of my students. Um, and they were performance goals based on the performance of what I taught them. Um, you know, we had standardized testing, uh, grades that we would give out. Their success was determined on my performance as a teacher. How well did I teach? How well did I set them up to accomplish their goals? We would spend like the entire first two weeks um, prior to school starting creating goals, but creating goals for my students. We would be creating milestones. We would be creating, you know, tests, programming, curriculum, all of that based on our goal is to get our student to the end of this year. Creating mile markers by the end of first quarter, our kids have to know X, Y, and Z. By the end of second quarter, our kids should know A, B, and C. Like, you got me? We are constantly trained and conditioned to create goals in our success based on our performance, but they are for other things. So if you work with people, those goals are going to be generated towards those people, the success of the people, of your client, of your customer. Um, if you work for an organization, your goals are going to be geared towards the success of the organization. You're looking at numbers, you're looking at um, you know, clientele, product, data-driven goals. So we are conditioned in a sense to create all of these goals that are not fulfilling for us. Now, teaching, yes, it was fulfilling. Don't get me wrong. I loved knowing that I helped students get to the end of the school year where they were successful and where they um, you know, were able to go on and they were able to learn a new concept or a new skill. So there was fulfillment in that as a teacher. However, I was never taught how to goal set for myself, like for my personal goals. Um, all of my goals were geared towards my career. So when it came to learning this whole concept of goal setting for myself, for my personal life, I was mind blown. And I was like, what do you mean? I can actually set goals for my personal life. Like it doesn't have to be based on my career. So this was a new concept that I grasped quickly. And it was easy for me because I was trained and conditioned for so many years to write out curriculum plans for an entire year for my students. I was trained and conditioned to create mile markers for my students, progress markers, um, and taking taking a concept of getting my kids to pass an entire year grade and break it down into whatever, however 
165 days of school that we had um, and getting them to get from point A to point Z in that year, it was something that was just so fascinating to me because I'm like, well, I do this all the time for other people. How can I apply it to my own life? So I have six steps to help you accomplish your goals broken down in a way that is super, super simple. Um, a lot of these methods and these steps that I am teaching you, you can apply this in your personal life as well as your career. So whatever it is that you do for your day job or your business or whatever it is that brings in your money, these are great steps that are going to help you to create goals for your business, your career, and also in your personal life. But I really strongly want to emphasize the importance of creating goals for your personal life. Goals that have no dollar figure attached to them. Because when we think of goals, we always think, ka-ching, dollar signs, right? We think, okay, well, I have a goal to be a billionaire by the end of the year. That's a great goal. But how about a goal of just being filled with joy? How about a goal of creating healthy relationships with your children? How about a goal of exercising more frequently? How about a goal of losing weight, shedding some pounds? How about a goal of trying to sleep better at night or a goal of reducing your um, news intake, you know, of what comes in versus what goes out. So there are lots of different ways that you can look at goals and approach them. But this method of these six easy steps is definitely going to help you to take these steps and apply them to so many different goals that you can create. Okay, so let's get in first to step number one. Step number one is to commit. Okay, you want to declare a very relevant and meaningful goal and write it down on paper as your form of commitment. All right. So if you have like a vision board, this can be something that you can write as a goal on your vision board. Write it in your journal. Write it in a planner. Heck, get your phone out. Create a goals list on your little notepad on your phone and write it there. But there is a very, very significant importance of you physically writing it down. I highly recommend writing it with a whole pen and paper versus your phone because there is a brain connectivity that gives you a connection to this when you write it out. There's a whole brain science behind that. I'm not going to get into that, but as a teacher, I have learned and studied the importance of writing things out with your hand with a pen or paper or pen or pencil, I should say. And writing it on paper because there's just a strong connection that your brain makes with those words that you have written out. So step number one is to commit. Step number two, state your why. What are your motivations and intentions for this goal that you have? Why is it important for you? What benefits will you get from it? And how are you going to stay accountable? The why behind the goal is what's going to drive you and motivate you to accomplish this goal. So it's very important that you state that, you write it down, and you know what your intentions are for this. And I'm going to tell you this, when you are writing your personal goals, 
you need to make sure that you are writing it in a way that it can be measurable also, okay? We'll get into that a little bit later, but I think when you look at your why, you also want to look at when you have motivations behind this goal that you are trying to set, what is what is the purpose? What is the why? How is it going to benefit me? But also, how can I measure this in a way that, that is going to motivate me? Okay, so those are some things to think about when you're stating your why. Step number three, set a date, okay? I, I initially would put like say like set a deadline, but deadline is so harsh of a word that like you think when you get to the deadline, it's like, well, I didn't do it. The goal is just dead because I didn't do it by this date. So I use the word deadline very loosely. I want to say create a goal date. Okay. So what you do is you create a reasonable deadline so that you avoid procrastination. Y'all, your girl right here that you're listening to through, you know, this little podcast here, your girl is like queen procrastinator here. Okay. Like I hold the freaking crown for the biggest procrastinator ever. Okay. I know what it's like to have pressure on you of meeting a deadline. And that's why that word makes me cringe deadline because it causes so much anxiety inside of me thinking like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because I'm a procrastinator. You tell me a deadline is like on Friday. Um, I will be working or starting on the project on Friday. Okay. So, but I do get my best work done under pressure. Also, it is not something that I recommend. Okay. But when you are setting goals for yourself, I do strongly recommend that you set a goal date, okay? Because when you set a goal date, you want to work backwards from that date in creating milestone markers and breaking the goal down in a way that you take a big audacious goal of yours and you break it down into bite-sized pieces. You know, it's kind of the whole like, how do you eat an elephant? one piece at a time. So when you set a date, you give yourself, like say you're giving yourself a whole year to accomplish a date. So you're looking at 365 days. How can you complete that goal in 365 days? You start with day one. What can I do on day one to get me there? What can you do on day two? four, day 50, day 100, day 300, you work yourself little by little towards that date and you break it down in a way that stops the procrastination and stops the fear of the overall big goal from just seeming so far-fetched from you, okay? So that was step number three is creating a goal, date, or deadline. Okay, so step number four is to set a reward. You have to look forward to working towards this goal. You can set a small reward or a big reward, okay? What do those rewards look like? That can be something as simple as, you know, if, if you got to point, you know, step 50 in your goal, you're going to create a little treat for yourself Maybe that can be something as little as just going and getting a manicure for the ladies, you know, going and, and treating yourself to something that you normally don't do. Um, a very small reward that I have for myself when I work out, you guys, when I exercise, when I feel that I put a really good workout in, I go and I get me my drink from Starbucks. You know, I, I can cook breakfast at home. Yes. But a lot of times, like I, I don't do it every day. I, I do work out 
mostly every day. I don't go to Starbucks every day. However, I know that I cannot get Starbucks unless I work out that day. So that is a very small little reward that you can give yourself. You also can give yourself really big rewards. If it is a goal that is very big, that is going to maybe draw in some extra income or something that is very beneficial to you, you can put a cut or something of that aside and say, you know what? I, I worked so hard towards this goal that I'm going to take X amount of money and we're going to go on vacation with it. You know, something that you know that once you have completed this goal, that there is a reward lying there for you. It's going to motivate you. <laughs> Believe me, it's going to motivate you so much to work towards that goal. All right. Next step number five you're going to break it down. So this is kind of going back to how I was saying, you know, in the deadline, you want to set a date. So that's the first thing you want to break your goal down to avoid overwhelm. You want to set progress markers and you want to put a deadline date so that you can work backwards from that. So you break it down in a way you first, you set that deadline date, right? So how many days do you have to get there? So going back to a full year, 365 days. You have 365 days to figure out a plan, okay? How many of those days are you going to procrastinate? Mm, probably 300 of them. <laughs> That's me, okay? I hope you're not me and you're like queen of procrastination, okay? However, you have 365 days. Is it doable? You're going to look and you're going to plan backwards, okay? Well, how many days of these 365 do I actually want to work on my goal? Okay, break it down by a week. How many hours are you allotting towards this goal each week? How many um, days are you going to work on your goal? Okay, there are goals that I have that are not like, um, you know, very like, I, I don't want to say they're not significant to me because every goal has a big significance to me. But this is a goal that I will say like, Hey, if I, if I don't get it done this year, it's okay. This is like a pipe dream. Okay. This is a pipe dream dream goal that I'm aiming for. So I will commit, you know what? I'm going to give an hour each week to doing it. Okay. You guys, this podcast has been a goal of mine for so long, so long. And I kept pushing it back, pushing it back. I have ideas. I have a whole notebook full of ideas um, podcast conversations, people that I have on like my dream board that I eventually want to interview on this podcast. I finally said, okay, I need to break this goal down. How am I going to get serious about this? So I had to take steps and actually start putting action behind my goal. I needed to set a deadline and say, I want my podcast to launch by this date. And I needed to work backwards from that. How much time a week am I going to give to creating content for my podcast? How much hours a week am I going to give to recording, to looking, researching, finding new concepts, new ideas, new um, conversations that we can have here? So I had to break it down. When you break it down, it completely takes away the scary unknown. And it also allows you to not be overwhelmed by the goal. Okay. So that was number five is to break it down. Number six is to plan ahead. This is what I'm great at. You guys, I am such a great planner. Like I can plan, uh, y'all, I can plan like an entire year's 
meal for my entire family. I'm not even joking. Okay. I can plan a fascinating event. I can plan great things for my shop, for my business. Like, Oh, for next year, I want to plan to do this. I want to plan to do this. I, you know, I, you guys, I'm, I am a queen planner. Okay. But I'm also a queen procrastinator. So I can plan and plan all these amazing things out. But then when it comes to actually executing or actually like doing things to move the marker forward to actually getting these goals done, I struggle. I'm on the struggle bus. I'm a hot mess. Probably like a lot of you guys that are here. But these are the tools that I use and I go back to the basics. These are the basics right here. What are the six steps? Okay, is this goal actually important for me? How am I going to plan ahead? So that's when I really look at the, the goals that I have and I start to think back to these basic six steps right here and I break it down. And my goal is either going to motivate me to create an action plan for it or I'm going to completely not be motivated with it. And I'm going to say, you know what, this isn't a goal that I want to focus on right now. But when you plan ahead, you are identifying obstacles that you might face and come up with solutions to overcome them. Okay. And then that allows you to eliminate the excuses. You guys, my obstacle is that I'm a huge procrastinator. I I struggle to take action and doing things. I am great at planning. I am great at creating ideas, creating concepts, creating like you guys creating is I, I love creating. I'm a creative person. If you know creative people also, they struggle and procrastinate a lot. Okay. So planning ahead and knowing that these obstacles might be in front of you, it helps you to sit down, get back to the basics and say, okay, I'm totally procrastinating here. I'm losing sight of my goal. Let me go through these action steps again. Why did I commit? What is my why? What is the deadline that I gave myself? What is the reward? Maybe I need to reevaluate the reward. Maybe the reward is not tangible enough to get me going. Okay. How can I break it down even further so that it doesn't seem so overwhelming? And what more can I plan and put into place to help me to stop the excuses and stop procrastinating? Planning is so, so essential to helping you to move forward in accomplishing your goals. All right. So there's, there's a, a favorite, favorite man of mine that I love to listen to. His name is Jim Rohn. And he had this quote on goal setting. It says the ultimate reason for setting goals is to entice you to become the person it takes to achieve them. You guys creating a goal and using these six easy steps is a way to entice you to become the person that is going, the the person that you're going to have to be to achieve these goals. You can't be the person that that you want without creating goals. You want to be a better version of you. You're going to have to set goals to do that, all right? And going back to looking at creating goals for your career versus your personal life, I very, very much encourage you to evaluate the goals that you have in place for your business and evaluate the goals that you have for your personal life. You should have more goals written for your personal life than you do for your 
for your career or your business. Okay. I'm going to tell you that if, if, if part of your job title is to have an action plan or milestones or goals, um, for your job position. Okay. Which is something that I had you guys as a teacher, we like, I had a binder. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not even joking. We had a curriculum plan. Okay. I had a binder that were that were all goals for the, our students that we had. Okay. For every subject, there were curriculum plans that we had in place. It was a binder full of goals for my students. And I literally had zero, zero, none, zilch, nada, no personal goals written for myself. Every single goal that I ever wrote prior to like maybe, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, were all generated to the growth of my students, to the growth of my volunteers, to the growth of my programs. And how sad is it that I never generated personal growths for my own personal self or for my family? So that is why I became so passionate about sharing this because when you're in a business setting, you are taught to write goals for other people, for the business. You are taught a vision and mission statement for the organization. But do you have a vision and mission for yourself? Do you have goals for your home? Do you have goals for your family? And that's where we sacrifice our own personal self and our personal well-being to the success of an organization, to the success of students, to the success of others. And in that, you lose sight of who you are and you lose sight of yourself. I am a huge, huge advocate now for self-love, self-motivation, self-goals, personal goals, because I lost myself in creating goals and standing behind a vision and mission of another organization for years because I was so passionate and driven of, of instilling um, just love and passion into other people and moving the progress markers and milestones for another organization that I lost sight of who I was. And I forgot what it was like to be a person with personal goals. And I felt almost guilty during that time for having personal goals of myself. And it, it was no fault of the organization that I worked with, none at all. It was just how I took the responsibility of my job and my role. And it was very hard when you were so passionate about seeing other people succeed and seeing your students succeed and you lost sight of who you were and you sacrificed your own well-being at the success of seeing your students rise up. So I want to really encourage you, take these six steps, um, First step is to commit. Second step, state your why. Your third is to set a goal date or a deadline. Um, Next, step four is set a reward. Step five, break it down. And step six is to plan ahead. You guys can take these easy steps, apply it to any goal that you have, and kick butt. All right? I want to motivate you guys and encourage you. Set those goals for yourself that are going to get you out of bed every day and is going to motivate you to 
be a new version of yourself. Create those goals that are going to entice you to become the person it takes to achieve them. I love you guys. I am your biggest cheerleader and I want to motivate joy into your hearts so that you can be the best version of yourself.